Howdy and welcome to the Feed Bandit Podcast, where we have fun talking all things hunting and in the process do our best to support small and family-owned businesses in the hunting space. Here are your hosts and resident bandits, Jimmy Byrne and Richard Kinchlow. Howdy folks, welcome back to the Feed Bandit Podcast. Uh, Jimmy L. Bandito here. And as I always say, I'm joined by the old corn bandit, Richard. How are you doing, sir? Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Doing fine, sir. Doing All fine. Right. All right. Good, good. Yeah. Well, uh, just real quick for everybody out there uh, listening, new or old, uh, if you haven't joined our email list yet, please be sure to do that today. Uh, when you do, we'll send you cool tips, awesome tricks, uh, interesting stories, and some killer hunting deals. We'll deliver those straight to your inbox. And we've made it easy for you to join. All you got to do is text the word BANDIT to 345-345 and go through the prompts there and you'll you'll join the hunt with us. Uh, we'd love to have you on our, in our community. Again, text the word BANDIT to 345-345. All right. Well, uh, today I think what we wanted to talk about, uh, since we are now in the uh, June month, uh, I guess hurricane season has started in certain in certain areas of the country but uh yeah, we wanted to talk has. about <laughs> we wanted to talk about what what are the animals doing out there right now i mean well you know uh of course what they're doing could be you know affected or dependent upon how you know range conditions are you know what the yeah. weather's like all these type of things now it's getting hot yeah so you know uh us as human animals, you know, we're starting to, you know, be like, Oh God, it's so hot outside. Like, mm-hmm. you know, but uh, you know, so what are we doing? Well, we are retreating into our caves of air conditioning. So, but what are the animals doing? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, as far as the, uh, we'll, we'll start, we'll start with the turkeys since they, they just got done, got get, being abused by, by the turkey hunters. Right. You know, it was funny just uh, about a week ago, I was at Rancho Bandito and I actually saw still, I heard a, a couple of birds still gobbling. Oh, really? so they're, they're kind of finishing up, but uh, we should start to see poults here pretty soon. The end poults, if you don't know, are a, a baby turkeys. Um, so the, the baby turkeys will start to be hatching here. And, um, I think, I think at the, at the ranch, that's, that's I know it's definitely in June and I think it kind of it tapers off kind of towards the end of June but uh, should be a great year for them the turkeys had a you know, being that we had such a wet uh, April and May uh, in the Texas in general for the most part uh, I think we had a really good um, a really good nest a nesting season for the the hen turkey so that's that's exciting for the most part because I Not know fun wood here yeah those those, those corn rats uh, come. Yeah, that's true. Come December, November, December, we'll be whistling a different tune. But uh, <laughs> no, nah, it's cool to see them, and I bet you we'll have a pretty good survival rate of uh, of turkey poults. Uh, we've got a lot of, you know, again, just on, on Rancho Bandito, we've got a lot of um, good tall grass that they can hide in and you know keep them safe from predators. So uh, that's that's kind of what they're doing. They're just kind of hunkering down, and they're they're starting to you know, to feed and all that kind of stuff. Really, the turkeys are kind of kind of done for the year, you know, really. Can you imagine um, having uh, having all those feathers in uh, June oh, and July? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Looking at... <laughs> I cannot cool down. <laughs> <laughs> Why didn't God make me color white, right? Right, right. Yeah. Well, I, well, I mean, uh, they made one of them at Rancho Bandito well, that that's way. That's true, right? yeah. No, and uh, you, you see the... You see the the rare instance where yeah you you've got yeah. a few of those, uh, different color faces, but he didn't last very long. 
So. No, I certainly did not. <laughs> you stick out like that, you're you're going to get shot. <laughs> right. So yeah, but uh, yeah, so so the white-tailed deer, um, again, kind of the the main focus um, uh, for you know for us and for a lot of hunters out there. Uh, you know, right now is 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 key. Is this key? You know, we said the same thing back in January. Uh, you know, right now those antlers are definitely popping out. Um, still got time to get the protein feeders in there. Okay. Um, again, I, I, I keep going back to Rancho Bandito, and that's obviously because where we where we know, but that we have had so much rain that uh, they're definitely still hitting the the, the protein feeders, uh, which is which is exciting. But but they have tapered off a little bit, and that's because we have so much natural forage out there, and, and that's a great thing. That is a great thing. Again, the, the the protein, the deer protein feeders that we have out there, are for supplemental feeding purposes only. Um, so you can really tell when the forage starts gets depleted or the heat really starts to ratchet up with no rain because you know, your deer protein pellet you know, consumption really starts to go up. So right now, it's it's not uh, you know they're, they're not really they're not really hitting it. Um, uh, now, as far other as animals the, might be though. I mean, oh know. yeah, yeah, yeah. That that's very true. That's, <laughs> other thieves out there. Yeah, that's our the uh, feed bandit mascot is that right, uh, so. d- does not care about the the weather or the time of year. Those turds are going to be all over your protein feeders, but uh, we have uh, we have found a way to uh, to stifle their ability to rob one of our outback protein feeders. So we'll be talking about that one here. Uh, here in a couple of weeks, we're going to go down there. Anyways, we're real excited. We've done some stuff with Coon Hood and, um, and and those guys there. And we've got some hoods on one of our feeders. And we're excited to see some very, very agitated and frustrated Coon. So <laughs> that's right. Uh, just stay tuned for that. Stay tuned for that. But uh, it's fawning season for sure. East Texas is definitely, in fact, I think East Texas is probably getting close to being out of it, uh, the fawning season. You know, everything kind of starts that way and progresses, you know, further, further this way. Um, uh, but you know, the the fawns are definitely white tail fawns are definitely starting to drop. Um, I personally have not seen any, but again, it's been so freaking thick uh, that it, it's definitely tough to see them. But that's that's going to be great. That's going to help keep them protected from the from the coyotes and the bobcats. Uh, you know, predators of, of that nature. So uh, right now, you know, the, the fawns are going to be, uh, they're going to be suckling from mom. All right. So mom is kind of doing double time. So, you know, again, it starts, if it starts to get dry, all right. And that natural forage starts to, um, uh, starts to, starts to dry up. Okay. Those, those does are going to be going to those protein fears, those mineral stations, things of that nature to try to get what they can for themselves and for the kiddo. Okay. So, Again, very important to have those those um, those uh, those stations there for them. Speaking of that, um, you know the 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 predators also know that you know, gosh, you know where there's where there's mom, there's there, there's probably a baby this time of year. So, mm-hmm. you know, when you're out there and you're I'm thinking about putting a protein feeder out there. You know, be be cognizant of where you're putting it. Okay, um, you know, you want to put it in the area where. You know the the deer, whatever you're feeding for. So in this case, white-tailed deer. You want to put it somewhere, maybe where you know the deer have the ability to get in there. But then you know they 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 can get to cover really quickly. All right. So if, you know if a pack of coyotes comes in or a a bobcat comes in down or upwind of them and they're stalking that deer, you want to make it so that try to put that feeder to where those deer have a, a really good escape route. Um, so just just something to think about. Something to think about. That's good. Yeah, so um, so that that's kind of what your your deer are doing. Again, you know the bucks are starting to grow antlers. Uh, still still too early to tell you know what you're going to have, but 
you know, typically, um, you know, when, when, when all the, the stars align, which, you know, knock on wood, they're, they're starting to, you know, we had a, uh, pretty mild winter again at Rancho Bandito, mild winter, but a really wet one. Okay. And, and when you combine those factors in with good range conditions, again, because of the rain, uh, and then the, not a lot of grazing, uh, we've got the recipe for a potentially really good antler year. So we'll, we'll see. Again, you know, everything that a whitetail buck ingests goes to his body first and then to his antlers. So uh, hopefully they've been taking care of their bodies and, and they can uh, they can spare some for their for the racks. So uh, it, it remains to be seen. Well, I'm talking um, about the, the, the whitetails, yeah. we, we kind of hammered, hammered on this a little bit uh, through some emails we've sent, but also on some podcasts, That and that's, you know, Now's a good time to start putting out your cameras, right? Oh, yeah. To start uh, seeing what you have and getting an idea of what's going where and everything, and then you just keep that kind of research going from now, you know, up until uh, deer season itself. So you for sure, be kind of cool to see the uh, progress of those bucks you're seeing now that maybe don't have, like you said, you can't really tell exactly what they'll be like, but maybe you right. can. You can get familiar with them, you know, and start seeing. It's a great point. Yeah, that, that's that's a really great point. Uh, actually, boy, I never even thought about that. Good for you. Oh, I you. like that. No, no, no that, that that's really good. See, that's me thinking outside the box. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know you love that phrase. Boy, that's number one right there, man. Woo. Uh, I have to recover from that one. Yeah, yeah. I've got for those of you. Well, most of you don't know me, but I've got words. certain. Buzzwords that really, really bother me can totally throw me off, uh, throw me off kilter. That's one of them. But anyway, um, uh, but yeah, yeah, and 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 so talking about uh, you know this time of year again, we're blessed with a lot of water, but um, you know having having a good source of water available for your for your animals that is that 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 is huge. Um, you know, for those of you who are hunting on, on, on cattle ranches, all right, you know, that's obviously primarily what you do in Texas. You know, um, I, I tell you what, having a good, clean source of water is outstanding. Now, again, we've had lots of rain, so, so really not maybe something you got to worry about right now. But, you know, once those creeks start to dry up, once those big tanks start to dry up and, you know, the, the deer will be naturally looking for water, um, you know, during the morning and during the evening. So if you've got some actual stock tanks that, that cattle or livestock use, um, you know, I, I bet you, I bet you, uh, um, I bet you a lot of money that the rancher would really love you if, if, if you, and, uh, you know, this is a great project for kids, actually, especially those turd teenage boys, get their little butts over there and uh, clean all the algae out of those tanks for that rancher. I mean, having, having good clean water for the deer, uh, and for the, for the other animals is, is, is definitely, uh, um, uh, definitely a good thing. So, so, ha- so have them do that. After they've finished filling all the feeders, oh yeah, oh and yeah, and yeah. they can kind of cool off while they're doing it. Kind nah, of- that that's absolutely that, that's exactly correct. Makes yes. sense. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And while you, the the father, grandfather, mother, whoever you may be, gets to sit back in the in the vehicle in the shade and, and drink cold beer and say, that, "Well, boys, that feeder ain't gonna fill itself, or <laughs> that trough ain't gonna clean itself." So yeah, <laughs> that hole ain't gonna dig itself. That hole ain't gonna. God, what a, what a great line! Oh, absolutely died, and that guy didn't skip a beat, and that no, kid was like, so "Oh, great. dead." <laughs> So yeah, yeah, water something to be thinking about. Uh, again, with all that being said, uh, also I think putting your game cameras up near water is a 
um, is a really cool, fun thing to do too, especially with the kiddos. I've actually got a bunch of uh, material. I'm going to write a little, a little piece on the importance of water. Um, I've got some, some pictures that we just never got to last year from last summer and last summer, um, during July, we did hit, you know, three or four weeks, but my God, it was just, it was, it was brutal. Do you remember that? Uh, I mean, it was absolutely brutal. Um, yeah, that was probably my, probably, my memory's probably scarred from right. that. I mean, it's, uh, yeah. I, I, sometimes I tend to just kind of hibernate through July. Right. I think, you know, no, I don't yeah. no, no, believe me, me too. <laughs> July is a really tough one. Uh, it, it's a really tough one, but yeah, I'm, I'm gonna post some pictures of some, 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 some. Uh, you know what you can do with your cameras around around water sources. Uh, you know, because again, really, water is one of the common things that all animals have. They they all need it. You know, whether you're an owl or a you know a mouse or a raccoon or a deer or a, a mountain lion, Sasquatch. You know, whatever you, they all got to drink. So it's a good place to put your cameras. Um, yeah, so really I, I'd say probably that the next animal that we'll, we'll target would probably be the feral hog and uh, the feral hog is doing what the feral hog does all their other times the rest of the year, making a <laughs> lot of mess, <laughs> making a lot of mess. Um, but, but again, they're, they're very kind of similar to the, to the critters as well. Now, now with, with the feral hog, you know, they, they pretty much eat just about anything. Okay. So. You know, a white-tailed deer won't won't you know get their nose in the ground, start grubbing for for tubers and for you know for worms and all that kind of stuff. Whereas the hogs will. So the hogs, the hogs definitely have got a lot more of uh, re- re- readily available food sources, even when it starts to dry up. Uh, you know, but but I'll tell you what, if if you can stomach it, you know, starting in the summer is a good time to pop those hogs. Um, of course, of course, of course. And our, um, you know, if if you have the intention of eating one, you need to you need to pop it. And boy, if you can't just put it in the cab with you, trying to cool it down. <laughs> oh my you, god! They, <laughs> can you imagine? Uh, hey, if you do that, please send us an email. And how do you yeah, think that? A picture, please. Uh, yeah, especially if if you're gagging, because that again, <laughs> gagging to me is one of the funniest things ever. I, 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 it's fantastic. Um. So yeah, no, but but out there, the popping the hogs, uh, the, you know, the, this time of year is is a good thing too. So, um, yeah, mean, it, it, oh yeah, for sure. For sure. Well, that's like, it gets too hot. Or yeah, whatever. Or in the oh, no doubt. Or, that's no where doubt. you need a like a uh, a thermal uh, scope or something. You know, yep. I don't know something where you know even in the yep. evening you see them down in that <laughs> yep. in that stuff. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. So. You know, again, the the summertime, like 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 my my compadre said, it, it's starting to get hot. I mean, it, it's you know the beginning of June here, and uh, but this is it, man. We we've got to, we've got to knuckle down, and uh, we just got to get through it because, uh, dude, dove seasons. I mean, it, it's close. It is actually close. Uh, I think we're actually two hundred and four days away from Christmas too, which, as you know, is a big thing to me. So uh, I'll be getting the Christmas tree out here shortly. Listening to the Christmas music here shortly. So uh, shortly. Yeah. Uh, shortly, you know, shortly, three months, four months, yeah. <laughs> so, Piece of work. Yeah, it's good. Uh, yeah, I tell you, we'll, we'll talk a little bit about, uh, since we're talking about kind of what the critters are doing, something else I, I was thinking about is, uh, you know, the, the, the dove. Um, you know, the, the dove or something, obviously, for, for those of you who are regular listeners, they're near and dear to my heart, and those gray little turds, are, they, they just make me happier than anything. Um what what I really love, uh, what what I what 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 the dove are doing right now is they're starting to get in their, 
you know, their, their spring and, and obviously their summertime pattern. Uh, but, you know, a lot of people think, well, you know, it's, it's really only the migratory dove, you know. Well, that's that's not necessarily the truth, you know. Like this time of year, again, where we hunt, we've got a lot of corn crops. You know, if those corn crops come up, you know, that's a good place to, to scout for dove, it, again, if the corn crops come up. Mm-hmm. And uh, and they're able to, to to get some to harvest off of it, which I think is in, in like in mid July. That's a great food source for dove. So you know, if you're looking at trying to dove hunt a place, keep your eyes peeled for for those types of things, uh, because just because it's not dove season doesn't mean they're not there. You know, you've got a lot of local dove that that don't fly south and don't fly north. They just hang out here. So yeah, what uh, are uh, what are sunflowers doing? Yeah, so the sunflowers are still are still pretty small. Well, it, it depends. Okay, that that's a good point. Uh, some are some are out. You know, so like I, I actually saw some near one of our barns that were completely and totally out, and in a month they'll be dead. But you know, in in the areas where you hunt for them and and you 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 are excuse me you you till you till you know or you're trying to grow other stuff and they come up. You know, right now they're. I think some of the ones that we've seen that have just come up naturally, they're, gosh, I think, Jimmy, they're probably knee-high right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, again, the good thing is they're, they're, a, they're a weed, um, uh, and they, they thrive in really terrible conditions. So, uh, but they also thrive when it, gets really, when it gets really good, too. So uh, the rain keeps coming. I, I, think, I, I think we'll be in good shape. Um, yeah. So, All right. yeah. Oh, this will be an interesting dove season after the last couple. <laughs> yeah, I, I just, I, I it's seriously, my, do you hear that? That's my tongue filling up with cankathoth. <laughs> was, it, it, was that the the breathing of uh, frustration and oh, desperation? Yeah. Oh, 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 yeah. Oh, it's, it's, it's incredible. Yeah. Yeah, because I just, I mean, I, I just can't do it again. I've got to have a good dove season. I gotta have one. So, anyway, well, stay tuned, everybody. We'll see yeah. if uh, yeah. Richard survives through dove season uh, intact. I hope, God, I hope, I hope. Maybe we'll do a uh, maybe we'll do a live a live podcast out there with me. Oh, we'll lots of editing because there's lots of lots of bad words. Um, <laughs> well, we know. could put the the e on that episode. They were explicit. Yes. Yeah. Yes, yes. So people get the full, you know, experience of uh, yeah. And then and then what comes out of my mouth when I'm constantly missing the birds, you know. So. Right, right, right. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And then you yep. can hear our friend Matt constantly shooting and. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, hey, you know, buddy, shells ain't free, son. Oh, and then you hear all of us screaming at 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 Texas Tech football, which. God willing, God willing, uh, Mr. Uh, Mr. Coldcut, as I like to call him, he's he's worked great magic with our basketball team, fantastic. Um, he has worked incredible basketball, things. Baseball. Oh, yeah. baseball! Really, all the balls except for football. Um, and and for you know, arguably the most important one, of course. But oh, uh, there there is no there's no there's no there's no there's no arguing. Yeah, one of our friends who's a, he's a, he's a Yankee. I love him. He's actually oh, by the way. Um, so he he's a Yankee, so he's a big basketball fan. Um, he by the way, Jimmy, he he didn't even know about our podcast. Oh my, how is that possible? Oh, and then, well, that's, I, I was that's that, he's like he's like Rich, you never told me. Yeah, like, that, that's are, are on you us. Crazy. Yeah, that's no, for, yeah, yeah. So 
so it's funny. Like, I, I, I guess this was like two weeks ago. He's listened to like all, uh, what are we, uh, 50 episodes or something like that. He's listened to all of them now. He's caught up. He's like, it's fantastic. I love it. It's great. So he's going to really love it. And then we're talking about it right now. But uh, you, oh yeah. So you know what he says? And he says it just to piss me off. And it works because it's making me angry right now. He's like, yep, pretty much. Big 12 is a uh, basketball conference. Texas Tech. Well, we've always <laughs> been a basketball school. Like, shut up. <laughs> a basketball school. We're a football school. That's West Texas. That's what we do. Right. Watching right. the guys out there playing basketball, and of course in baseball too, was just was just awesome. Oh, yeah. really, I mean, when it all boils down to, I just want to win. Meet judging included in that too. Well, uh, pretty much have that sport dominated. Oh yeah, the judging. So that's, uh, <laughs> oh, that's yeah. we're the Alabama football of meat judging. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's it's great. like because you know we talk to pe- someone who goes there. It's like. So what's it like to lose, or you know, or to you know, whatever you're an Alabama yeah. fan, you know, like yeah. what's that, like? you know? Yeah. Uh, well, you know, uh, you, know kind of, you know, it's kind of funny. Uh, speaking of, really, the last time Alabama was subpar <laughs> was first us, remember, in the oh, Cotton yeah. Bowl. Oh yeah, and they won with the with the the knee down touchdown. Remember? <laughs> yeah, yeah. There was what was it like nine to what nine? It was to like twelve, 12 to nine. Yeah, I mean, I was like, did, did we even throw the ball? I mean, was this before the forward pass type score? What, what is going on here? Oh, that, yeah, that's Leach like in his prime, almost to his mm-hmm. prime, basically. Yep. And uh, and one of our good friends, uh, oh, said, God. Yeah. <laughs> the, de- the defense lost that game. And what are they we lost twelve to nine. How can you say that? <laughs> yeah, we, we we lost twelve to nine. Compared Pretty to the sure it wasn't the defense. Game. Yeah, last week's game it was sixty-five to fifty-eight. Right. Yeah. Oh gosh. Uh, anyway, we digress. Oh god, that was funny. Anyway, yeah, we we digress a lot. So, anyways, yeah. So, uh, in, in conclusion, keep those protein feeders full. Keep those mineral stations going. Uh, you know, game actually, so, yes, keep the game cameras coming. Yeah, actually, somebody uh, somebody emailed us the other day about you know, our our opinion on on corn feeders. Uh, and I think I, I'm, I'm paraphrasing here, but I think they said, you know, what, what, what's your recommendation on keeping the you know, corn feeders going? <laughs> you know, I, I will tell you to and I think I answered you on the email as well, but but I'll do it here as well. So everybody else can hear. I think it's I think it's a really good question. You know, corn is just a, a starch. OK, just like it is for humans. Um, you know, it gives the deer a little bit of um, a little bit of energy, but that's about it. There's really not a lot of nutritional levels to it. So, uh, I mean, if if that's what you want to do, if if that's kind of what you want to do to offer them a little something, especially when it's really miserably hot and dry, I'd, I'd say go ahead and do it. Um, well, and but kind of maybe help to kind of keep them around. That's also, very right? well. No, that's okay. Now that's a very good point. Um, that's a really good point, man. Man, that, that's number. I'm two. on fire. You're- I really are. He's on fire talking about basketball again. <laughs> right. But um, yeah, no. So he, J- Jimmy's right. You know, if, if you've got a, you know, if, if you're on a 200 acre lease and you've got a couple other uh, hunting leases near you, um, you know, if, uh, you know, if you know, maybe, maybe your ran- the, you maybe your rancher knows those ranchers and knows their hunters and maybe they're not feeding during the summer, you know? So if that's the case, just as Jimmy said, yeah, keep that corn feeder going. You'd be surprised how many critters you could, you know, draw in from from neighboring places. Who knows? Uh, especially if you're an archery hunter, 
um, you know, their pattern may not change all that much between now and, and that uh, glorious first day of October or, or late September, whenever it is here in Texas. And uh, who knows, maybe that buck that was hanging out, you know, on somebody else's property started coming to you because your property, because you've kept your feeder going. Um, so now that, that's a really good, uh, that's a good point. Oh, well, thank Definitely. you. Good point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Way to go. All right. Awesome. Yeah, I don't claim uh, to be the know-all, so. Well, but, but you know a lot, so that's, yeah, that's, yeah, that's, yeah. that's it, it's mostly trial and error. I mean, we haven't even talked about all the failed projects I have, you know, I did, Ooh, all, that's all, a good all idea. my, oh God, all my, all my quail and all my quail stuff. What is that? What's that old saying? Well, he, he didn't fail. He just learned, uh, oh, yeah, he learned 97,000 yeah. ways how not to make a light bulb or, right. you know, I was like, Eli, ways not to. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Which I'm like, yeah. Okay, well, that that's, I'm still angry, you know. So yeah, that's a good point, though. I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah well, and and for that episode, we'll have to uh, you'll have to take a picture of your uh, <laughs> what was the name of that uh, that uh, <laughs> rabbit, rabbit decoy or whatever it was that you made, <laughs> Duncan? Was it, that's a Duncan? Duncan, yes. <laughs> so that'll oh, be that the podcast picture. That. Oh my god, that was so funny! I'll tell you what, man. I I, I um I was I'm. I'm pretty advanced. I'm before my time, man. I mean, when it came to Duncan, you know, there were no predator decoys back then. So it's amazing what you could do with styrofoam balls, paper mache, and a lot of gray fur. Of course, I have horrible friends who just, and they still, they laugh hysterically at Duncan. And, oh, and by the way, those, those, those terrorists, they were trying to behead Duncan. So I consider them the original ISIS. Uh, and funny enough, I was I was at Rancho Bandito in one of the closets looking through all the, the little kid stuff, trying to find something for my little kids. And sure enough, what did I find? But I found Duncan's Duncan's head. So it was really sad. Yeah. yeah. God, I forgot about Duncan. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> Didn't work either. Uh, well, I'm, like, I, I'm like, look, look, Mr. Bobcat, look at that circular rabbit out there. <laughs> Uh, that's good stuff yeah yeah all right well on that note uh you got anything else i think i'm done man i think i'm done i made a big enough fool of myself oh, yeah okay well we can try that again on the uh, next time when we talk we do a, a <laughs> podcast just on your uh your Failures. your ten thousand learning events as we right. we thought. And we'll start off uh, with the quail fear because that's the one that really pissed me off uh <laughs> You know, the, yeah, that, yeah. Uh-huh. I, I still see it right now. I'm like, God, I mean, I just had this grand plan. I spent so much of my father's money out there. We, we made them all by hand, and then I just didn't calculate the fact that there's significantly more moisture where we are than the, the Texas quail ranch. <laughs> uh, just, just a little bit. Oh, God. It, it just, yeah. Well, I don't yeah. think I would get out of that discussion unscathed because uh, oh, i think no. you and i have built some things together oh that, yeah oh uh, yeah it may not have quite worked uh, oh, that, yeah. that well but uh, you know yeah uh putty duct tape <laughs> caulk uh boy yeah. it, you know it in the shop with about 20 beers in your system right. it holds up great it'll hold up to attack by godzilla out there in the bush nah right it's, it's amazing how your uh your quality you know declines directly in proportion oh, yeah. to 
for a beer she drinks. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. And then and then when you do screw up and you're dealing with deer protein pellets, you know, three hundred pounds of mushy <laughs> protein right. pellets that have been rotting and festering in the sun equals major <laughs> gag <reaction>. Yes. <laughs> also equals yep, just back truck up and just dump it in there and we're, we'll just throw it in the dump and I right. ain't gonna mess with it. Right. It's not fixable. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Uh, good stuff. Well, that'll be fun. That, that'll be something to do in the summer while we're sitting here uh, counting down the days, amigo. Counting down. Yeah, the we days. had to do that. We had to do like a, a a video tour of the stuff that we've built. You know, even if it's not working anymore. You know. True. Yeah. You know, it, it'll be very similar to that. Um, God, that what's that super famous video you see about flying? You know that uh, you know it shows the shows all the, the different early aircraft. That, mm-hmm. That never yeah, took yeah, off. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I go dig that stuff up. I I don't, I don't know. Well, we'll have to find it. It's 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 there somewhere. Right, right. All right. Well, awesome. Well, that was a fun one. Uh, yeah. So everybody out there, uh, hope you enjoyed uh, hearing us banter about uh, what's going on out in the out in the field uh, right now during the month of July. Uh, we'll keep doing these kind of. Um, God, is it? Yeah, it is June. Well, why did mm-hmm. I say July? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was thinking about hibernating. That's what there, I mean. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, the month of June. Uh, you know, we'll we'll uh, revisit this topic probably uh, maybe come July, definitely August, as we get closer to dove season and everything, and c- kind of see what's going on with the weather. What are we seeing on Rancho Bandito? How do the animals look like? Stuff like that. So uh, be sure to stay tuned. Uh, you know. As well as for all the other kind of episodes we do, talking to other uh, gear uh, inventors and uh, other service providers. So you'll want to stay tuned for that, too. So, uh, you know, to stay on top of what's going on, if you haven't already, be sure to join our email list. Uh, I mentioned this at the beginning, but uh, you can do that easily by texting the word BANDIT to 345-345. You'll get on the list, and uh, we'll send you some uh, cool stuff. Uh, some cool information, some cool deals, things of that nature. So uh, be sure to do that. Text Bandit to 345-345. All right, well, that about wraps this one up. Uh, as always, you know, everyone out there, you have a, uh, a good day, evening, whatever it is that you're uh, listening to this, and uh, we look forward to uh, talking to you on uh, the next podcast. Uh, have a good one, and don't forget to support your local feed store. Take care. Thanks for listening to the Feed Bandit Podcast. If you want to find new and innovative hunting gear and service providers not typically offered through the traditional big box hunting stores, come on over and join the hunt at feedbandit.com join. When you join, as a bonus, you'll get our entertaining free e-guide of unique hunting tips and tricks. And a reminder to all you small businesses, feed stores, gear inventors, or entrepreneurs in the hunting space. If you'd like to get more exposure to potential customers by being featured on the FeedBandit podcast, please let us know. We'd love to discuss what we can do for you and your business. Go to FeedBandit.com slash promote. We hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, please give us a rating and review on iTunes as it would really help us out. Go to FeedBandit.com slash iTunes. Thanks everyone for listening. Until next time. Please remember to support your local feed store.